0: That is going to make your salon stand out on social media amongst all your competition. Do you know what that is? It's probably one of the reasons you started your business. It's probably even something you think about every day. Do you know what it is yet? Well if you don't that's okay because in this episode my guest Leslie Lyons is going to reveal all. She will share with us the one secret that we all have at our disposal that we probably aren't even using when it comes to really making our salon stand out on social media. So tune into this episode, find out what it is. Let's meet Leslie. Leslie, thank you so much for joining me on the Salon Owners Collective Podcast. Very pleased to have you here today. Oh, Larissa, thank
1: you for having me on. I'm excited to be on your podcast.
0: <laughs> Let's start with where are you in the world? What are you doing? How did you get to be doing just that?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Thanks again for the opportunity. I was listening to a couple of your episodes and I was like, she wants folks to be wealthy and have time. This is my tribe. Like, I love that (laughs) messaging. Um, Well, my name is Leslie Lyons. I am here in Chicago, Illinois. So I'm in the US and I own a brick and mortar pole dancing studio, so a central movement studio I have for the last 14 years. I help women reclaim their power and their voice through central movement. That's what I do primarily. However, I also do coaching. It's almost getting to be 50-50 at this point. And I helped women to elevate their voice, find their voice and their story so that they can sell more, so that they can make more money. And so I recently transitioned from just helping brick and mortar dance studios and movement studios to beauty professionals, which is what landed me in this seat today to speak to you. So yeah, that's kind of what I do. It's like, I am all about raising the feminine voice and helping you to get your message out into the world in a way that helps you make more money and get more freedom.
0: Nice, I love it. Kindred spirits then. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Now you've been in the industry for a while and working uh, with uh, business owners. What are some of the challenges that um, that you see that you really feel passionate about helping people with? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so it really doesn't matter the
1: industry in terms of, I see this across the board, which is why I'm so excited to talk today, is that especially in businesses that are run by women identifying folks, where we are big hearted, we're passionate about what we do. We give a thousand percent to that, but we're also driven by a culture, a social media culture that says, put out your highlights, put out only what's good, put out only what's great. And somehow people are magically going to show up at your door. So you'll be booked and busy where what I found is there's not a clear message about who you are and who you serve. And that sameness is problematic. Off the call, we talked about me looking for a new lash artist and how I searched for lash artists on Instagram. I put in the hashtag, lash tech Chicago. What was my feed flooded with? Beautiful pictures of lashes. But guess what, Larissa? That didn't help me make a decision on who I should go to. (laughs) absolutely not (laughs) because I knew nothing about the person behind the lashes so I'm on a mission to help you break away from the sameness to break away from what the industry says this is what we need to do to make money and I want you to lean in who you innately are knowing that that is where your gifting lies and the more that you put that out there You're not going to just attract any old client because we all know all money is not good money. (laughs) You're going to attract the types of clients you adore. Those, the ones who show up for their appointments on time, who book out months in advance and who are actually willing to pay more for your services than the average person. That's the power of leading with values in your sales copy, in your marketing and also in leading your team.
0: Yeah, I really like this because you're so right, this, the sameness is, if we look the same and we behave the same, the poor client, the poor consumer, how on earth do they choose who to come to? So my challenge is if we're leading with who we are and that we want to connect with people, how do we do that in a sort of, in a social out, you know, a way that we're putting ourselves out there? Because that feels scary to some people, right? Oh my goodness,
1: yes. It feels scary for me still, Larissa, and I've been doing this for <laughs> 10 years.
0: Um, mm-hmm. There are some
1: things that, you know, we kind of grow up conditioned, at least I did, that you don't talk about politics and religion. Like those are things mm-hmm. you never end up. Um, and there are certain things that you just don't talk about because you don't want to offend people. But in marketing, having a polarizing message is so important. Being able to, for people, it's just as important, Larissa, for people to show up on your page and at your door and say, yeah, no, she's not who I want to work with, as it is for people to show up at your doorstep and say, yes, that is the person for me. It is a risky thing, but leadership is risky. My question to, to anybody who's listening is, is it worth the risk to have a clientele that you love to serve? You start out real simple by defining what do I care about? What do I care about? The mm. market, especially for, and why I really target working and mortar businesses that look to uplift women and the beauty industry uplifts women in such a major way. What do I care about? Cause the market is having a conversation that I could add some input in. For example, your lash tech, but maybe the story and something that you really care about is domestic violence. Maybe you are a survivor. Maybe your mom was a survivor. Maybe you know people. There are all things we care about, Larissa. There's something you care about socially. How do I tie that into my work, into my life's work, into my business? How do I tie it in there? For me, it's real simple. When I look at a lash tech who has a passion for domestic violence, one of the things she could do is share the story of a client who now saw the beauty in her eyes again, as opposed to seeing the pain of a black eye when she looks in the mirror. Mm. Emotional, connected, a story that's a bigger conversation. Does
0: that make sense? I really, I, I love and adore that. Yeah, I really, really do. It gives us permission to uh, be all of all of who we are, not just the professional. I remember a time in, in my business where uh, I was so rigid in being professional and doing everything the right way and serving mm-hmm. our, it was all based around serving our clients, but it really left no room for, me or anything else that was going on in my life but to be able to open that up and to explore that and have conversation uh the scary bit is doing that publicly but i think that really adds depth because i think you're right if if all of our if we all sell the certain type of service and we all promote the same sort of a look um what differentiates us is our us is our self is our story and and those uh the bigger parts of us. And I love that you've connected in this particular example to a, um, you've connected to a a socially a bigger topic. So that's going to be different for everybody, isn't it? That story that they tell and that piece of them. Yeah, for sure.
1: And you've heard Larissa because you're in the marketing and sales coaching space as well. So you've heard before people are always like, there is no competition because nobody can be you. But hell, Mm -hmm. we don't know who you are. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> don't tell me anything about you
0: <laughs> I love how you just strip it back and make it so simple it's like yeah hey, okay got this <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I need to know who you are and anytime we do that vulnerability is always scary but vulnerability is the quickest way to connection and connection mm-hmm. is what sells
0: mm-hmm. okay so tell me a little bit about uh if we manage to find ourselves and we're brave enough to really start to bring that to the table, um, socially, digitally, uh, inwards and outwards, what about when we're growing a team and we now have to weave that story into more than just us uh, and bring our team into that story? What are your thoughts around that?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So the first step is finding out who you are and what you believe, right? Like Mm innately. This is what turns me on. This is what charges me up. This is the work I was put to do on this earth, which I like to think of business as a container for your gifts. I don't Mm. like conversations. And I know because I listened to a couple of your podcasts as well, Larissa, that we're on the same vibe here. I don't believe in people feeling like their business is who they are. Your business is separate Mm. from you. And so if you ever need to transition out of that thing, it's not like this crisis moment, like you're losing a part of your identity. So doing that foundational work of figuring out who you really are above and beyond what your container is right now is the first step. Once you figure out what you care about innately, not aspirationally, but innately your values, what you care about, the second piece becomes which of these values Are appropriate for me to bring into my current container. So to bring into my salon, everything Mm. that I value is not appropriate for me to talk about at Bombshell, which is my brick and mortar business. Mm -hmm. So we farm out, these are the values that make sense. And once you know that, now we can use those values as a pillar for how to build your team. So when you're recruiting people, so your job descriptions talk about it. Their, your mission statement on your website talk about it. It's in your performance reviews with your team. It's in your coaching briefing. Everything centers around, these are our values. This is our mission. This is our vision. This is how we go forth. It is so much easier to attract people who don't just want a place just to be, right? I kind of mm. think about real estate agents. When you, get, when you get your license, you can kind of just hang your license at an agency and they just house your license while you go out into the world and do whatever you want to do. I get the feeling like in salons, it can be the same thing, especially if they're both booth renters as opposed to employees, that dynamic is different too. Mm. But no matter how you're set up, whether they're booth renters or if they're your employees, everybody needs to be singing the same song. So you leading with your values, constantly reiterating, this is why we do what we do. And I love to tell salon owners, it's not about being a better lash tech. It's not about being a better hairstylist. It's not about being a better colorist. That's not it. It's about being different. And your differences is what will make you better for certain clients. So you gotta keep that out in front of your people all the time. This is why we do what we do. This is how we change women's lives. This is how we change people's lives with what we're doing. You're not just a last tech. You're not just a colorist. And it's a constant reminder. Every chance you get, you're coaching your team around this is why what we do what we do. This is what makes me different. This is what makes you different. And this is why we're so be- so much better because this is how we're different. It's a constant conversation. I think some leaders want to have it one time, maybe get it framed and put on a wall. (laughs) That's not how leadership works. People need to be reminded, especially when things get tough, when you're not booked and busy, when you're newer and your book of business isn't that strong. What's going to keep me coming and giving my best effort? It's got to be bigger than the hair. It's got to be bigger
0: than the lashes. Yeah. And as a leader, it. it's
1: your job to keep that out in
0: front of me. Yeah. Keep the conversation alive.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I, I agree. It's not once and done. Tell them, put it in a drawer. Uh, keep the conversation alive. Okay. Um, I think this is great. This is you really hit on something super important and kind of uh, uncovered. I think so. I I hope you that's listening are hearing this message. It's, it's a super good one. All right. What about? Let's talk a little bit now. Like we've we've just we've figured out who we are and what our message is. We've brought our team in now. How do we get that to the world? And how do we actually translate that into actually uh, making the booking? Actually getting um, bums on chairs. Yeah. How do we how do we take that story and and actually? commercialize it turn it into real hard cash
1: (laughs) yeah absolutely because at the end of the day that's that's what we're in business to do and first of all owning that that I'm here to make money like that's such a revolutionary act for women at times Mm -hmm. um so how do I translate that first of all it is about crafting those stories so I gave an example already so let's say that you are a hairstylist and your thing is domestic violence Let's say that your thing is giving, Larissa, tell me, why don't you tell me? When you were behind the chair, I know you haven't been in a long time, Mm -hmm. but what is something that was really important to you?
0: Do you know, I think it's uh, always been this mission of uh, being able to have my cake and eat it too, and, and not just to have to chase one thing. So for now it's freedom and profit. And I think it always has been that. So tell
1: me what those conversations could look like with a client. If that's really important to you, and I'm a woman coming to you to get my hair done, what types of conversations could we have around freedom in the context of beauty? What does me investing in my beauty, how does that help me achieve freedom?
0: I think uh, first and foremost, it's freedom to be yourself. And, and when you when you have confidence, I think you feel I think you feel that sense of freedom. I know for me, I do. I feel free of uh, judgment because I feel good. Uh, I feel free um, yeah, it, it's that it's the confidence that gives me freedom to just be and to not be self-conscious. I think that's the first one. I still feel that, you know, today. Uh, of course we did. Yeah, I think that's just, you know, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, exactly. You see how that is? And you yeah. took it
1: there, what I said earlier like your studio, your salon was a container. Yeah. But now that you've moved on to something else, the value didn't change, Larissa. Mm. The container did. So I love the fact that if that's one of your values, freedom, which it clearly is. How does that look on social media? So let's say you were still in the salon behind a chair. When you're planning out your Instagram grid for the week, it looks like, let's talk about freedom. What does it mean, you defining freedom? What does freedom look like for you? And why is it so important for women or your clientele, if it's, you know, whoever your clientele is, men, non-binary, whoever your clientele is, why is it so important for people to feel freedom? Mm. What does that do for them? So when you get your hair done and you choose to put a funky color, like I've got a purple, I have locks and I have a purple and blue lock in my hair. I've got a couple of them and they're extensions. So they're not my hair, but they're Mm -hmm. extensions and That freedom from judgment, that freedom to state who I am and not really care what the world thinks about me is such a liberating thing. What does it look like for your client to feel liberated? Larissa, that is such a content generator
0: yeah for sure yeah I can I can actually I can actually visually see that in the grid funnily enough yes yeah from
1: conversations and interviews and your thought pieces on it talking pieces so that would be an attraction tool so it's taking your values and building conversations through what you're already doing but writing that long form if you're a writer if you're a speaker it's basically doing a little podcast blurb or an Instagram story that's an attraction tool Mm. and so you're going to start to attract people who believe in what you believe and because of that so let's talk about the money because we're running short on time so let's jump to the end of this conversation and if people want to explore this early later on I'll give them resources to do that but here's what happens when you start to attract people who believe in what you believe in Larissa so freedom Larissa is speaking my language. I like her. She she believes what I believe. Here's what happens. People become more loyal because you've now connected with me on an emotional level. And when I'm more loyal to you, I'm even more apt to pay more money to support the things that I know you support. Mm. I can charge more in my industry because I attract people who believe what I believe and it becomes a mission, right? It becomes a movement is a better term. And people are willing to stay loyal and even pay more money to do business with people who believe what they believe. Everybody wants to be connected to something bigger than who they are, Larissa. For sure. Everybody wants purpose. And if you, as a stylist, as a beauty professional, can help me feel more connected to purpose, you're worth more than just the person who makes me look pretty.
0: Yeah, yeah, I love that. And I absolutely agree that 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 runs true. I have been that person to be more loyal to someone because I believe in what they believe in uh, Mm -hmm. and seen it the other way around. Yeah, amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really love this. Talk to me a little bit about uh, being booked and busy um, <laughs> because I think this is um, something maybe that is a that is something we need to tune into and pay attention to because there might be some room for some shift here. Talk to me about that.
1: Yeah, so I'll use a very quick story. Um, so here in the States, it's actually kind of like a badge of honor. You know, like years ago, it used to be hashtag girl boss which I freaking hate that hashtag, <laughs> but it used to be that. And so now I see in the beauty world is hashtag booked and busy. I don't have time because I'm booked and busy. And I'm like, yeah, and you're on your way to being booked and burnt out. Mm-hmm. Um, What would life be like? Could you imagine what life would be like if, people were clamoring to get on your books, but they were also the right types of people. So they were people who show up on time for their appointments. they don't late cancel. There are people who book well into advance so you can actually plan your life. How about that? So you can actually take fewer clients and have more time to do things you loved because they're paying you more. When you take <laughs> when you have clients who pay you more, You don't need as many clients. It's simple math. Mm -hmm. What if we could go from being booked and burnt out to booked with a life, right? Not just taking anybody who shows up on your calendar. What if it was a joy to go in because it's about the purpose, right? My values are about my purpose. What if it was a joy to service these women or these people and you were getting paid more to do it and you actually could take four weeks off a year. I know stylists that are doing that.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I think um, I think you're right. When you are clear about who you are, what your values are, what you stand for, you're good at what you do, you can put your price up and leave behind those that don't see the value. And you aren't prepared to pay. Create more space, create more space, a little freedom uh, with the same, if not more money, a little profit and you're good. And you're good
1: and you're good. And how about you enjoy what you do?
0: Yeah, for sure. How about that?
1: That's a whole nother podcast episode. But (laughs) honestly, Larissa, I meet so many stylists that really don't enjoy what they do anymore. Mm, mm. And it's not because they don't enjoy the craft of it. It's because they're tired. Can we just be real? Yeah. They're sure. burnt the F out, Larissa. Yeah. And I'm on a mission to help women freaking love what they do. And But let's charge premium prices for it.
0: <laughs> for sure. So you can yeah. live a life you love. Absolutely. All right. Why don't you tell us what is a book or a resource that you have read recently that's dear, near and dear to your heart that you believe all... All of those listening should uh, get their hands on.
1: Absolutely. Um, I love this book right now. It's The Vision Driven Leader. It's by Michael Hyatt. It is a great book on how to put your values into a vision statement that you keep in front of your team. How do you grow a team with vision? I love that book. I recommend it to everybody.
0: Nice. All right, well, make sure we put the... Uh, the link to that book on the show notes of this podcast. For
1: sure.
0: All right. Uh, this has been a, a great session. Uh, I really have appreciated the the way that you presented the story. And it really, I know it's going to resonate with uh, so many people. So I really do appreciate. I know people are going to want to come and stalk you, find out more about you. Where can we find you? Give us all your socials and your dub dub, et cetera.
1: Awesome. Larissa, thanks again my, I'll make it real easy. My Instagram is Leslie, L-E-S-L-I-E, D as in David, Lyons, L-Y-O-N as in Nancy, S as in Sam. I live on Instagram. That's the easiest way to find me. If they want to poke around my website, it's of the same name, LeslieDLyons.com.
0: Amazing. I'll also link that up in the show notes. Thank you so much for the time that you've given us today. I really appreciate it. It's been a great message.
1: Larissa, thank you. And thank you for the work that you're doing to help women grow their
0: lives and their money. Amazing. And that's a wrap. Thank you so much, Leslie, for joining me today. Absolutely loved everything that you had to share and all of your wisdom. Now, I would love to hear what you thought of this episode. Leave an iTunes review and I'll give you a shout out in the next episode. Would love to hear from what you're listening and learning. Otherwise, catch you same time, same place next week. Ciao for now.